You're listening to the Cleveland Comedy Network. My name's Steve Guy, the host of Happy Hour with Steve Guy, where I get to sit down and interview people who are from Cleveland originally or doing very cool things in Cleveland. It's all part of the Cleveland Comedy Network, just like the show you're about to listen to. To keep up to date with all the podcasts coming to the network, go to clevelandcomedyfestival.com slash the network. Hey, welcome to 10 Cent Beer Life. Hey, welcome back to Tencent Beer Life. I'm your host, Kyle, as always, with my guys, Brian and Dave. What's up, fellas? Whoo! Just uh, wondering how your Sunday went, sandwich champ. Oh, it was good. <laughs> I made a thousand sandwiches on Sunday. Yeah, it was, uh, it was uh, quite the day. Quite That's the so day. many sandwiches. Yeah, all the field trips. We served food at the uh, Pro Football Hall of Fame today, and the Cleveland Zoo, and... All the landmarks of Northeast Ohio were, uh, you know, I went in on Sunday and made some sandwiches. And everybody got the same thing. What 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 comes on there? Cheese, turkey cheese sandwich. They get a packet of mustard. They get a a little cheese it. They get a craisin. They get a uh, a, a beverage. Uh, they get a little. Uh, condiment send some carrots and away they go cold lunch i mean is it just turkey and cheese you got any lettuce or tomato on there is it no these are children most of them don't like it they just pick it off fair enough proprietary information i shouldn't be talking about this (laughs) (laughs) well then we can cover saturday night instead saturday night we had another uh 10 cent beer life hangout night uh, Kyle and Allison came over, Dave came over, and uh, all but Sarah did some extracurriculars, and we played Catan again, which I won, and it, w- it was glorious. But uh, <laughs> Kyle, <laughs> Kyle was under the impression that we hated him. And he was annoying everybody. <laughs> I was having a grand time, too. Um. I don't know. I don't know what happened. You know, we just we did all those Percocets and ketamine, and uh, <laughs> then I uh, was super fucked up. And uh, at one point, I don't know what what made it happen, but I was like, "Oh shit, it's late." I'm being a shitty house guest. We're outweighing our welcome. We we probably should go home. Uh, so it was the time that that, that triggered this. I don't know what exactly caused it. I know at one point I like I said something shitty to Dave. Like Dave's like, "All right, I'm done with my turn." And I was like, "Good, let's keep this moving." And I was like, "I'm sorry, Dave." And I, I don't know if that was the start of it because I was like in my head, I was like, "It's, it's very late." And you, well, for go ahead. You were in the shadow no. of a thousand sandwiches. Is you know? You oh were yeah, like, I got to make all the sandwiches tomorrow. It's getting late. Yeah, it uh, it uh, it all uh, it all caught up to me, and uh, boy, boy, the last uh, uh, I don't know how long it was—twenty minutes—was not very fun for me. Um, we're sitting there, and I uh, 
I'm like, oh shit, it's like 11.30. This is late. And meanwhile, you guys are night owls. I'm the early person. So I'm thinking like, it's very late. Like we're at people's houses. We need to go home. But Dave was staying there. You offered to let us stay there. And you're up till three o'clock in the morning every weekend. So I don't know what made me think that, oh shit, it's too late. I was just picking up on like, subconsciously like grabbing social cues and then i i just apologized like a thousand times i think i was just too fucked up outside of my house and i thought i was being like a terrible house guest and not like cleaning up after myself and then then brian at one point you're like no kyle you are being fine you're being fine i like no need to apologize you are fine and i go oh i'm fine it's Allison that's being rude. <laughs> and I'm just like, oh, Allison's being a monster. And, like, I love Allison to death, and she's a sweetheart, but, like, sometimes Allison has a big personality, and I was like, maybe Allison's being rude or something, and I'm just sitting there, like, and she's having, you know, she's having a great time, and I'm just like, I don't know. Dave's not talking at all, so I just assumed Dave was mad at me. <laughs> For the comment earlier, I was like, "We need to speed this game up," and I'm just like, "Fuck, dude, I love Dave." Like, I uh, get it. This is, this is the funny. This is the funniest fucking part. This is the craziest part. So we're playing the game, and it, Allison filled me in later on why it happened. But I'm super fucked up, and we're playing. And I was like, "I don't know." I was like, "I don't even know what the score is." Like, I have no idea. I'm not keeping up. I'm just building my little thing and being like, we're going to be a good society. You know, I was just, I was living <laughs> in the moment. And uh, at one point I said, Brian, are you prepared for my people to cross the mountains and our, our, our families will bond and have children together? Are you ready for red babies to have babies with orange babies and have a utopian society? Like just, uh, but at one point you said, let me set the mood. And you started playing music. And the song Drift Away came on. And I thought that was like you're at the bar playing Closey Time by like Semisonic. Like, okay, it's time to drift away. And I thought you playing the music was like, hey, guys, the bar's closing. It's time to get out of here. No. So I thought by you putting on the music, I was like, what a polite way to tell people to leave. I said, Brian is the ultimate gentleman. <laughs> <laughs> I went on Spotify and tried to find Leave My House playlist with the exact order of the songs you were playing on the way home to see if that was what was happening. I was like, it was... <laughs> Isn't that bonkers? Yes, it yeah, is. Isn't that insane? Yeah. yeah, you went to some crazy different heights in your in your own head there. Like, it was... The night was going great. I was having the best time. I didn't want you guys to leave at all. And uh, the music was just because we were all uh, putting as many substances as we could into ourselves. And music seemed like a really awesome thing to add to the mix. Yeah, dude, it was crazy. You yeah, and Allison was like, he said, let me go ahead. Please no, keep enlighten going. me on what happened. <laughs> Well, no, I was just going to say. No, because you... Allison was like, Brian, you put. Brian. I feel like we got a delay. We do. Like we're on a delay. Yeah, we are. Yeah, that's what's, that's what's going on. 
Yeah, your internet sucks butts right now. If, don't apologize for your behavior on Saturday. Apologize for your internet right now. <laughs> Dave, what were you going to say? You apologized so many times that I looked at Brian and Allison and I said, we need to start apologizing to him. And then you turned and looked at me and I said, hey, Kyle, I'm sorry. And you just winked at me. <laughs> I, uh, I don't know, Dave, although I thought you were mad at me, you were the only person in the game I was like, I will trade with Dave. That's the only person I wanted to fucking deal with. So, I, uh, no, Allison was like, Brian put on the music because he realized he was going to win the game. That was him setting mood for his victory. It really wasn't the whole. But time. it no. At one point, I like I, I realized that I was gonna win um, within the last like two turns. That like I had a shot. I thought Sarah might close it out before me after taking longest road. But no, I I put on the music just because I was feeling great and we had no music playing the whole time. I meant to play music the whole time and then like didn't realize it until later. <laughs> I thought you were sending a signal, dude. I thought for sure this was like, it was like, drift away, and then it was another song about like going home, and I was like, oh fuck, like I don't even remember what, what drift song? away song. I, 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 what is drift away? You know, uh, the one that Uncle Cracker covered it. I don't want to sing it. The life in the pouring rain. Every day I'm more confused. I don't. I've never heard that song in my life. Give me the beat, boys, and treat oh. I want to get lost in your rock and roll and go the fuck home, Kyle and Allison. <laughs> I don't remember that song. Play. I play. I remember playing Tuesday's Gone and then just letting. Uh, and then I played uh, Take It Easy by the Eagles. And then I think everything else was just auto-populated. Do you yes. think I'm that subtle of a person? Because I'm not. <laughs> I'm not a very no, subtle I person. Just, oh, I played makeup say oh when I won. Yeah, absolutely. I thought you were I thought you were just being a gentleman. And that was it. Uh what was the first song you played? Tuesday's Gone. Yeah, Tuesday's Gone. Gone with the wind. Get out of here. Like every song I was like, "Oh, this is definitely him telling us to leave." <laughs> just we telling to you home. to go with Skinner. Just putting Well, let Skinner do the talking here. <laughs> Um, yeah, dude, it was, uh, <laughs> I wasn't, I wasn't mad at you. I drank all that scotch on an empty stomach and then piled a bunch of chicken in on top of it. And, you know, I was just fucked up, you know, I wasn't mad at all. I was just, yeah, feeling. I, dude, yeah, I didn't eat hardly anything too. I think that was my problem. I had like two chicken wings. And then uh, scotches, and uh, I don't know, dude. It was uh, it was a surreal experience. And I just told Allison, I was like, I'm not trying to hurt your feelings, but I think we were being bad house guests. Like, I think I was being because uh, we have like we have a couple friends that'll come over here, and she had like a friend from work come over, and her boyfriend got like super fucked up and like fell on our floor. And I was like, I think I was being like Scott. And uh, I don't want to be like Scott. I think I was being a bad house guy. And I was like, it might have been you, but like Brian was playing music to get us to leave. And Allison was like, 
I love you, but no, nobody's mad at you. <laughs> no, we were just talking about how you're, you like you were being the jolliest man in the entire world. Like right before you you flipped that switch, I'm like Kyle is just the happiest person in the world right now. And then all of a sudden you're like, I am I am so sorry. If you want us to leave, we can leave. I'm like, where's this coming from? No, you were still trying to get us to play Trivial Pursuit as I'm like, I have to go. I'm yeah. so sorry. I'm so <laughs> yeah. sorry. And I was just like, whoa. <laughs> he wants us to stay. He's, he is so polite. He used subtle music, and now he's still inviting us to stay. This guy is quite the gentleman. <laughs> you built up this story in your head. That's so great. <laughs> oh, dude, it, it was real. And I stayed awake pretty much all night just analyzing the last 20 minutes of the evening and um, and looking for playlists that I would have played to get you to leave. <laughs> it's actually a brilliant idea. <laughs> well, song number one on the playlist is Closing Time by Semisonic. So. <laughs> yeah, That's it's amazing. One, it's a one-song playlist. Yeah, it was, uh, it was a good time. Oh. I had a blast up until that last 20 minutes, man. I finally got my invite into the Illuminati. I feel like a million people I know have gotten this. Finally, Kyle Maloney has sent me an invitation to the Illuminati. There you go. I've gotten one. Uh, yeah, everybody got one but me. I'm like the last invite. I don't, I don't even want it at this point. Nah, dude. Everybody's in it. Yeah. You, uh, you, got the, you got the sweats and went and laid down before we even played Catan? Yeah, dude. And like rallied and partied. It was it was so weird. I I I think it was because um like I never eat when I do the extracurriculars, and then I went and I I like I ate a couple onion rings, and all of a sudden I started feeling real nauseous. So I went I like dry heaved twice. I got kind of dizzy. I sat down, and I'm like, am I having a diabetic episode right now? And I'm like started to kind of get the cold sweats so then i got up i'm like i'm gonna go get my water bottle maybe i'm just dehydrated so i go into my room i lay down in the bed for like two minutes i get up i feel completely fine check my blood sugar completely fine it was just i i'm I'm guessing it was from eating when i you know had food poisoned myself to a degree (laughs) yeah i don't know yeah it was very strange i thought i was i thought i was gonna be down for the count for a minute so after you left, uh, Brian tried to put heavy metal on his PlayStation and couldn't get his PlayStation to work. Uh-huh. So then he almost bought heavy metal off yeah. of like Amazon Prime and typed in heavy and saw the word heavyweights. It was like, no, let's watch this instead and puts on the movie heavyweights. Yeah. So then we played video games and watched heavyweights. I got my ass kicked in every Nintendo Bam. game ever made. And um, fucking heavyweights is over, and I like, dude. I envy the quickness with which you surf. The, you're just like, you hit the. I mean, I'll sit here for half an hour scrolling through Netflix or whatever, trying to find something to watch. You hit like three buttons, and you're like, oh, I've never, I haven't seen this movie in a long time. You just hit play on blank check. And in my head, I'm like, God damn it, man! <laughs> what fucking blank check? But then like. <laughs> 40 minutes later, I'm like, you know, 
what's going on with the FBI agent and the horrible, <laughs> horrible <laughs> you know? And I, you even said you're like, I haven't seen this movie in a long time with this little kid and his dumb face. And I'm I'm like sitting there, yeah, bugging out like, damn, he does have a dumb little face. I yeah, even he asked does. you, I was like, was this dude ever in anything else? Because I feel like I would have hated his face in that too. And uh, dude, the funniest part was you passed out during blank check. And then Sarah comes out in the robe, and she's like, hey, it's, I'm, it's time for me to take him to bed. And I go, okay. And then she just, like, slaps you eight times. She slaps you on the chest, like, four times, and then she starts slapping you in the face. And she's like, Brian, Brian, Brian. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, dude. <laughs> I told I you. Not, I would not want to be woken up like that. I told that's you. That, like, that's she does not like me sleeping on the couch. She hates it. Yeah. Yeah, it was definitely time for you to go to bed is what she said. <laughs> yep. Yeah, and then I thought about well, she said I thought you... about driving home. Good thing you didn't. No. Oh, and the other thing. Remember how <laughs> this the scent from this Dangle air freshener with my cat's face on it is like infiltrating my sinuses and yeah, it's like super strong. I fucking go out to the, my truck at like three o'clock in the morning and get my travel CPAP machine that's been in the truck this whole time. I plug it in, I put the face mask on, and it starts blowing that scent directly into my lungs. I'm like, oh my <laughs> god, I can't escape it. <laughs> oh, what a night! <laughs> ten out of ten. Like I'm, I'm still embarrassed. I'm still embarrassed that I, I know I don't need to no. be. But uh, man, I like the next day. I was like, "Oh, Tencent beer life is done." <laughs> what? What? Well, I thought we. I thought I thought I had alienated the group. I on the way home, like I was like, "Oh my god!" Like, oh, no, yeah. I want to do exactly so what we did on Friday night again as soon as humanly possible. <laughs> and if you hold back at all because of your actions, I will be so mad at you, and then we'll be done. No, no, I won't. I won't. You better not. Uh, yeah, I was you just like, "Oh my." God, you text Brian on your way home. We're we're sitting there watching uh, heavyweights, and and Brian's like, Kyle just texted me apologizing for Allison. <laughs> <laughs> you text him at like three thirty or uh, maybe it was like two thirty ish, one something. Yeah. I don't know. I can't. Time was because I the thought Allison. Presence. I caught, thought it was Allison, and <laughs> like I know she wasn't doing anything wrong, and like she's just having fun, but. When Brian kept saying, you're fine, you're being perfect, I was like, oh, that's him subtly <laughs> saying Allison's a bitch. And I was like, oh, my God, no. Oh, my God. We got I into am... the car, and I was like, oh, dude, the delay is terrible. But I it got is. in the car, and I was like, I love you. I, I love you unconditionally, Allison, but I think we were very rude at the house. And she's like, what are you talking about? And then she texts you. She was like, maybe we were. And I like I had convinced her for a little bit. I felt terrible about it. And I apologized profusely to her the next day. And she's like, don't say you're sorry again for a week. She's like, you've said it a million fucking times in the last <laughs> seven hours. Shut up. And I was like, you're right. I have. I'm sorry. And she's like, quit, quit, quit. No, she's an angel. She's a, <laughs> I love her to death. And I was just like. Me and Allison are just being the worst house guests. I don't know. We're there till eleven thirty at night. <laughs> Unreal. 
Yeah, Allison at at tw- it was twelve thirty nine, so it was not three thirty in the morning. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, it it was Allison, not Kyle. That's right. yeah. Allison's like Kyle made me feel pretty self conscious about being potentially obnoxious. So if I was, I'm sorry. <laughs> if it is just Kyle being under on extracurriculars, then I'll let it slide. And I'm like, <laughs> let it slide. No one was obnoxious at all except for me, the winner. Suck it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm I'm the only obnoxious one because I won, yeah. and I'm the worst winner in the world. Yeah, we're still hearing about it. I'll continue. That's fine. Until next time. Until I'm dethroned. Which is just... Yeah, yeah I'm going to get fucked next time because I talk yeah. so much shit. Tried losing, like, 14 games of random NES after... <laughs> I did tap that ass in everything time. we played. Tecmo Bowl, fucking Mario Strikers, uh... I don't even remember what else we played. Contra, that was, I actually, I did do better than you in Contra. That was the only thing I did better than you in. Yeah, we were both struggling at Contra, though. Yeah. That game's yeah, hard as shit. Fun night. I wasn't making it super far without, you know, past you or whatever. But. Yeah, it was uh, quite the day, but I mean, I thought the podcast was over. I was laying on my couch. I didn't even sleep in the bed. I was like, I can't sleep up here. And I laid in the bed and I watched pro wrestling to go to sleep. And I was like, let me watch other people be assholes for once. And I was like, this is soothing to me. <laughs> uh, I was telling Allison, I was like, I got to get a therapist. I was like, I can't, I don't know what's going on. I'm going crazy. It was, uh, I had a rough week. I had a rough week. And I think that's what really boiled down to it. Uh, I had a rough week. A lot of people telling me I suck, you know. Not us. Not you guys. You got un conditional love from the Tencent Beer Life family. It, yeah. Show. Yeah, I don't know. It was... Hilarious. I'm glad though. it's such a good memory for you guys. It is. It was, we were laughing our asses off, especially when we got the text from Allison. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we were laughing so hard. <laughs> <laughs> but for real, let's do it again as right. soon as possible. Because those nights are sure, turning into the sure. best. Sure. Uh, I'll tell Allison to stay home since she was so obnoxious. <laughs> I'm joking. She's sitting in there and frowning. I don't mean to talk shit about you, Allison. I love you. I'm sticking up for you. Um, you know what I learned was that people on extracurriculars will dig into a joke if you make it. Like when you say, I took a piss and there were chunks in the toilet. Like you can't just gloss over chunks in the toilet. It was just bubbles. I thought I thought it was ch- when I looked at it. I thought it was chunks, and I'm like, "What the fuck?" And then I I examined closer, and it's just bubbles. And then when I told you guys chunks, it was like fucking stop the presses. We need to know more about these chunks in your piss. You know, two things. <laughs> Number one, your tone was very dry. It didn't sound like it was uh, facetious at all. Number two. If we're going to profile somebody, it's like, okay, maybe we should be worried about Dave's health as he talks about <laughs> chunks in the water. Uh, and then, yeah, what did I say? My vet says I'm not eating enough wet food. <laughs> I got the crystals. <clears throat> yeah, I'm still feeling a little rough. I feel great. I had to go do the uh, 
comedic CLE golf outing the next day, and, and my throat was a little fried from like snoring and inhaling a bunch of stuff. Um, but then the next day, I had to go, you know, talk for it was like close to four hours. Everybody was golfing slow as shit. They even quit on the thirteenth hole. They like they didn't even go eighteen holes because it was just taking so goddamn long. But uh, yeah, I pretty much just uh, heckled uh, golfers for hours, and it was it was a good time. Who won? Sounds fun. I don't even fucking know. I left. <laughs> who else? Were, who else was there with you? Was Gary Campbell there? Juicy Gary was there, and uh, he wasn't doing as well as he did last year. Last year, he was the uh, surprise darling of the tournament. Um, Brent and Megan and Brent's son. And then as far as like other comedians go, Phil Eckenrode. And, uh, we had some, some fun jokes about him and the way he dresses. David Morales was there. He said that, uh, Phil dresses like Tom DeLong and he does with the high socks and everything. <laughs> and then, um, Joey Zaza, who never golfed a day in his fucking life. Is there <laughs> not, not doing great? I bet. Oh, that's funny. No, it's not an easy sport. Yeah. I love you, golf. You, you don't golf because your shoulders all fuck up, right? Yeah, I can't really swing a club. But I, I recommended Dave because I knew he was good at golf. And he would be somebody that nobody would expect to be good at golf. And I was like, you should definitely invite him. And they didn't reach out. I've got a set of Jack Nicholas's clubs. They belonged to him, or are they like his line of club? They belonged to him. He used them. Oh, shit. I have them now. Yeah. Why? Did you steal them? Fuck out of here. No, uh, my, <laughs> my mom's stepbrother worked for him, and he got, he got a bunch of sets, but the set that Jack played with, he played like two weeks with them or something. And then, uh, so my uncle gave them to my grandpa. My grandpa gave them to me before he passed away. And I would joke around about channeling Jack Nicholas on the on the golf course. And uh, the best time I ever did that was I shanked it into a covered bridge over a creek, and it bounced off the roof of the bridge and landed on the green, like you know, three feet from the pin. It was pretty dope. I was so like, you actually use the clubs? Yeah, I have them. I, they're they're my clothes. Golden Bear. That's insane. Yeah, that's crazy. I would never, like, if I ever got, like, a legendary player's equipment that was actually used, I would never use it. I'd probably set it away and then try and sell it at some point. I mean, it wasn't like the, like, it's not the set of clubs he used on the tour. Baseball. You know, he he had his own line of clubs, so he would, like, play, they they would get a set of clubs, they're called Air Bears. He would play them for two weeks to see what he you know what he liked what he didn't like about them and if they needed changes and then you know uh then it would go to market and you could buy that set of clubs from golf stores everywhere but the set that he tested he gave to you know my uncle and then my uncle gave him to my grandpa and then that's fucking sick yeah yeah my clubs are uh a set of random clubs that raj had and I got him for fifty bucks when he was moving. Nice. 
yeah, I have a set of hand me down clubs that I've never played with one time. <laughs> That's what's up. I've golfed three times in my life. I think it sucks. I think it sucks as a sport. I'm not into it. I don't really. I don't really like watching it. I do like playing it. I've only done it, you know, small amount of times, but I enjoy it when I do it. I mean, it's more about getting out, you know, spending a couple hours hanging out, drinking, smoking. You know, you try to get better at the game, uh, but it's more of just the hang than. Uh, it's a combination of the sport and the hang. Yeah, you know, you know me. We're I'm fucking shotgunning beers. You know, I'm pulling a beer bong out of my shit, hitting the B wedge. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I had a golf outing called the College Street Open uh, that went two years, and the first year someone flipped a cart, and then the second year, uh one of the people in the outing spit in the face of the wedding party that was having their wedding there after our golf outing. <laughs> oh shit. That's a rowdy move. Dude. They left, they left their dog in the car. It's in, it's fucking August or whatever, June, August, something. And, uh, they left their dog in the car while they go into this wedding and it's hot as fuck. And my friend Melinda is like, she's the one that got me soccer souffle. And she, she works at an animal hospital and she's like wigging out. So they make, she like is telling the course she's going to call the uh, sheriff if they don't go into this person's wedding and find whoever's car that is and make them come out. So then when the people come out, they're talking shit and she's flapping her gums at him. And this dude that I couldn't fucking stand, he was there like he was part of, you know, a friend of a friend's foursome. They were saying something. The, the, they were arguing and the guy was saying something and he, he goes, he goes, oh, yeah, you ever been to Niagara Falls? And just spits in his face. <laughs> We're like, oh. I go, oh, my God. Time to go. That's the last fucking college street open we'll ever have. Because they told us, don't be rowdy because of the wedding. And my exact words were, you shouldn't. We had booked it. I booked it a year in advance. And they go, hey, we booked a wedding that weekend. And I go, you shouldn't have. And they're like, well, <laughs> yeah. I go, I booked this a year ago. So he's like, just, just don't be loud and rowdy while they're having their ceremony. And of course, our guys are finishing up their 18th hole across the lake from the wedding ceremony, screaming, yelling, fucking music playing. You know, we were wild animals. We, I think we drank like four bottles of Jaeger. We bought one bottle of Jaeger from the course and then brought like three or four extras in our bag. And they're like, they had to be like, what, you know, where's all this Jaeger coming from? It was I, a wild. Well, if a golf course sells you a bottle of Jaeger, I mean, they had it coming. They specifically told us not to do what we did, but I told them to eat a dick. You know, I was just like, "We're doing it anyway." Uh, and then my I remember my girlfriend flashed the owner of the club, and we pretty much got away with whatever we wanted for the rest of the rest of the day. <laughs> <laughs> they had old geezers following our cart girls around in the fucking in their cart. Uh, they he probably drank half a bottle of Jaeger. Now that I think about it, but yeah, dude, the College Street Open was a wild, wild, wild affair. All right. What happened when she spit in her face? Nothing? Did they fight? It wasn't her face. It was her boyfriend's face. So he, but no, they didn't fight. Uh, the girl pulled her dude back, and, and our, the guy from us wasn't, he was just being an asshole, and he wasn't trying to fight, and the other dude wasn't trying to fight him. 
Uh, they, oh yeah, they called the cops. That's what they did. <laughs> because I was like, <laughs> I gotta get the fuck out of here. I'm, you know, I'm drunk driving like a motherfucker. I'm, I'm gone. So we, we were like already packing everything up. And as soon as that happened, I was like, oh, time to go. And we just fucking dipped out. And Never I didn't even to be bother, seen again. I didn't even bother calling them back to see if we could do it again the following year. I was just like, nope, that's the end of it. <laughs> it's over. <laughs> oh, that's a hell of a way to go out. Yeah, dude. It was like 13 years ago, 12 years ago, maybe. Oh, yeah. Spit in somebody's face. Yeah, I don't think you're welcome back. The funniest part was what, it, like, I'm probably misremembering whatever it was he said, but he said something that had nothing to do with what was being said. It was just like a precursor to getting your face spit in, like just a confusing sentence for you to be like, what? And then you next thing you know, you're getting hit with a loogie. Yeah, it's wild to have like a little, I'm going to spit in your face phrase ready to go. Right. Yeah, it was that was like the funniest part of it to me was was that he said what he said before he spit in his face. <laughs> and I was just like, "All right, well, no more." Yeah, I, I would. I feel like if somebody spit in my face, like regardless of like how big the guy is, like I would be obligated to like try to like punch him in the dick or something. Like that's like the ultimate disrespect thing, even if I was in the wrong. Yeah. Oh, I think that would just put me over the edge. Nobody's ever spit on me. Yeah, I've never been spit on. Not that I can remember. <laughs> it's a real dick oh, move. Real piece of shit move. Well, this guy was a real piece of shit. Uh, one, one time we were at the bar for our buddy's birthday, and the smoking section is behind like a... Uh, you know, like you open a door to the bar and it's it's just like a patio with a wood fence around it. And on the other side of the fence is the parking lot. We're on the patio and someone someone's like, what the fuck is Adam's problem? And I just start, you know, talking mad shit about everything that's wrong with this dude. And he's, stand, <laughs> he's standing on the other side of the fence. And, it, he, you know, later he comes in, he's got tears in his eyes. And he's like, I heard everything you said about me. And I'm like, good, you should change your entire fucking persona. <laughs> and he still brings it up. I just saw him at the same place for the same birthday, you know, this past, uh, I think it was in the fall time or something, or last summer. And he goes, remember that time? I go, yeah. I stand by it. Yeah, it's been like eight years and you're still the same piece of shit. <laughs> Damn. I hope well, he listens to this. What else is new, guys? I don't know. Saturday was hilarious. Um, yeah. <laughs> other than that, I mean, Guardians had a terrible weekend. That's why it sucks. This is your PlayStation internet? Or my Xbox internet. Remember I told you I'd switch to internet? Oh, Verizon? Xbox. Yeah, this is what this is. I just checked. Well, I can hear myself after I say things about five seconds after they're said. Yeah, it Shit. sucks. It blows. I'm, I'm going to have to not get the Xbox. I don't think I'm going to be able to do this. Shenanigans. Do they have a higher package you can subscribe to? I'm going to have to look into it. We have a friend that works for Verizon, and he said his internet will go out when he's on calls 
with clients as he works from home for Verizon. So I was like, oh, I wish we would have known that before we switched. He's basically saying it's fucking trash. So we'll see. How like they're supposed to be like the best cell phone provider? Why do they suck so much ass at uh, home internet? I don't know. Give me just a second. Let me try something. Try it. I was gonna say we could pause for station identification and uh, reboot if we need to. No, we're good. Is this better? Maybe. It's possible. Yeah. Yeah. Alright. Anyways, Guardians. What Guardians. It was rough. What a horrible fucking weekend. It was uh three blown leads, either like either leads or ties in the eighth inning or later throughout the entire series. It was like you know they say that, that like that kind of galvanizes teams. When you when you come have come from behind victories and you overcome something like that, that's when teams start to kind of emerge and get their, their mojo and their shit working right. And to have them do it a couple times and to have it, the bullpen just blow it, like it, it's such a giant fucking blow. Um, there's very few guys that are playing up to expectations. Like I was reading a Zach Meisel article, and everybody but, let's say, um, Angel De Los Santos... Tanner Bybee, Logan Allen, and Eli Morgan, probably. Those are probably the only players that are not playing at their absolute floors right now. And that's horrible. That sucks. Everybody else is playing well below expectation. Like, if we talked before the season, and they're like, okay, what what do you think best-case scenario for this player and worst-case scenario for the same player would be? Everybody's around what we probably would have guessed worst-case scenario is for them. And it's rough. And it's across the board, and it's like when some guys are on and they're finally like, okay, this person might carry the team, then Emmanuel Classe blows a giant fucking save opportunity at the end of the game. Like, you know, giving up that grand slam and then having a home run hit by Gabriel Arias on Friday night only to have Classe come in and give up two runs, or three runs even, because, you know, we went up two runs at that point. It was... Phenomenal that they were able to do that to to get those extra two runs and it's okay okay they started with a guy on second and the tenth fine but it's Emmanuel Classe he's starting to throw over a hundred again no way this is this is fucked and it's fucked he, Emmanuel Classe has already blown more saves this year than he has last year he is leading the majors in both saves and blown saves both because this team has played so many one run games this year that like that that's it. They haven't had a, a, a win by three or more runs since their first win of the season on March 31st. Jesus. Ouch. This is the weirdest fucking year. It, like, it's so strange. And uh, they're like, what, five, six games back in the Central now? Like, that's not great. It's, start, it's starting to get to a point of concern for me. And I know people have been concerned for a while. But, like, what's even worse is that the games are just often really fucking boring. <clears throat> I haven't been down to a game yet. I'm going Friday. I'm going Saturday and Sunday of this this week. I've only been to one game. I mean, I'm looking forward to going to the game still. I'm, I'm hoping they can turn it around, but, like, fuck. Like, even, you know, Bieber pretty much pitches a masterpiece last night. 
like damn close to one at least until Lindor miraculously check swings a ball that like you know the 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 shortstop was breaking to second to cover and it ends up going exactly where he was before he made the break and they end up taking the lead that way. And, and I hated that Frankie Lindor was the one that killed us this week, and that really fucking stung. And it's not because I miss him, and you know, it's like, oh shit, we should have never traded him. That was the right move to make. You had to fucking get rid of Frankie Lindor, but he's been kind of a dick since he left. So I don't, I don't like losing to him. Speaking of that, at what point do we become sellers? And are there any pieces to sell? I mean, Bieber, right? He's in Bieber. his last year. Bieber's got next year's his last year. Next year's last year. But I, I think we've talked about this on here. There's a zero percent chance Shane Bieber resigns here. He, he's never going to go for a club friendly contract. He is the first big um, baseball client of Drew Rosenhaus, football super agent Drew Rosenhaus. He moved into baseball. He signed Shane Bieber. He has to make a statement with the contract that he gets him. So he's going to try and make him and probably successfully make him the highest paid pitcher of all time. So there's no way we get him. I'm fine with selling Bieber. Um, he's not looking like he's a really good pitcher. He's not looking like a Cy Young kind of pitcher anymore. And I think with all the young talent coming up, I think you can piece together what you need to do without him and just get what you can. I don't know. Maybe Josh Bell, if anybody had any interest in thinking they could get the power out of him. And then maybe Rosario, unfortunately, because there's no way they resign him. And if you can find somebody that's willing to give you any sort of uh, actual assets, I think you kind of have to. Does that happen this year, in your opinion? If anybody wants Rosario, then yes, because his contract's up at the end of the year, and there's there's no way they resign him just because all of their top prospects are middle infielders, and Rokio's knocking on the door. I think that's who they want to have there. And Bieber, I don't know. They, I could see them not trading Bieber, although I think they should. And I don't think anybody's actually going to want Josh Bell. But there's a shot. <laughs> Wild. We went from like one of the most exciting teams in baseball to arguably one of the boringest teams. It's when your your whole thing is that you're built on stringing together hits. Okay, so you're not going to hit the ball out of the park. You want to get on base. You want to run wild on the base path. If you get you know a leadoff guy on, he steals second, and then the other three either ground out or strike out, what good does that do you? And especially when you've got the kind of hole in the lineup that we've had with our catchers. I mean, Mike Zanino, just with a shitty infield single, broke an 0 for 27 streak, and 22 of those were strikeouts. That's fucking embarrassing. And everybody's screaming for for Bo Naylor. They brought him up. He got two at-bats. He didn't start either game. Um, and he's already been sent back down. But kid's been hitting 260 in, in AAA. I mean, he's got nine homers. That's awesome. But 260 in, in AAA is not going to really try, you know, translate to a whole bunch in, in major leagues. So I get leaving him down there, saving the, the amount of time you have control over him. Uh, and... Probably should just start Cam Gallagher right now, but Zanino's been rough. Damn, dude, I don't even really know who half these dudes are. Like, that's how little I followed <laughs> so far. Like last year at this time, I, I think I was a little more in, but I don't know. It's just like there's never, it's never like been exciting. I don't know. 
James Karinchak has really sucked. He gave up a, a grand slam on Friday after uh, my boy Henches loaded up the bases. They bring in Karinchak against Pete Alonso, smacks a homer off of him. It's just it's just brutal right now. Well, luckily the Central sucks. I mean, is there anything? I mean, what has to happen? I mean, just starting to hit the ball. Obviously, they get easier said than done, but they got to hit, and the bullpen's got to figure their shit out. Like Emmanuel Classe, I don't think that they're going to move him away from the closer role because you have to have the right kind of mindset to be a closer, and supposedly he's got it. And he was so fucking bulletproof last year, but he's just living around the plate. He just everything is right in the, in the strike zone and getting hammered. Um, I don't think they'll move away from him, but I don't even know who you would put in there. Everybody says Stefan. Stefan just blew a save yesterday. It's it's tough sledding right now. If you're going to go off actual production, Angel De Los Santos should probably be your closer, but like they're never going to do that. Well, I hope they win Friday. The band Tropodelic is playing there, and we know oh, some okay. of the people. Yeah, yeah. I like uh, them. A couple of my my good friends were in the original band, and then they all kind of like faded off. Like they all went to school with Allison. Like some of her girlfriends boned some of the band members. And, oh, yeah, yeah. Like they they're all uh, they're all real cool still. So we're gonna go hang out there with a couple of our buddies, and that uh, yeah, should be fun. You ever met what? Scuba Steve? Scuba Steve. Yeah, we worked with this dude named Scuba Steve at uh, Unique who was friends he apparently he's friends with one of them he's like older and he's like he was saying racist shit on the phone and <laughs> he was like this old hippie who i guess toured with them and parties with them his name's scuba steve i don't remember scuba steve that's because he sat in your seat after you left i think he was uh friends with dave oh okay yeah oh, he, he was, was the new bk he, yeah, he was an old ass dude gray hair crutch or you know walking around with a cane you know grimy as fuck talking about doing all kinds of drugs he was getting kicked out of his apartment in uh canton because it was like he was a hoarder and it was like stocked to the brim full of shit and he moved all the way to strongsville to work for unique and like a month and a half later lost his job <laughs> <laughs> but they like evicted him because he had so much shit at his old apartment it was wild. Damn. No, I don't know Scuba Steve. No, like the you know how they have like the rapping the rapping dude. Like my dude used to be the original rapping dude. His name's Skills. Mm -hmm. uh, super. It's funny. a good name for an original rapping dude. Yeah, he's the original rapping dude. And a couple of other friends played drums and like bass for him, and they kind of moved on. But yeah, they're still all friends. It's uh, I'm not real friends with them, but you know we're we're, we're friendly enough, so it'll be a good time. They're a good band. They're fun. They're yeah. Fun. They're kind of blown up. They, they're throwing out the first pitch, which is fucking wild. Speaking of which, when do you throw out the first pitch? June 1st, I think. June 1st, Rubber Ducks game. Brian yeah. and uh, old Will Burge will be uh, throwing out the first pitch at the Rubber Ducks game, so check that out. I'll probably head down for that. It's probably going to look great. <laughs> yeah, considering you can't throw anything. No. That's why, why would it be there? Uh-huh. I can't really... Uh, I tried to play ping pong with my right arm, and it, it wasn't going well. I had to play lefty. We need to get you stem cells. 
inject them right into your shoulder. I would love that. That, but that is, I've looked into it. It costs like ten grand. Have you like? Obviously, this is a dumb question, but have you like done like cortisone and shit? Does that do anything for you? Yeah, I did. I did a cortisone shot. It did almost nothing. Like it was a little bit better for about a month, and then they're like, "We can do a uh, like a what is it? Um, it's it's like guided by what are those things called when they uh, they see the baby inside? Ultrasound. Ultrasound. It's like an ultrasound guided shot." And, like, the, the cortisone can fuck with your blood sugar as a diabetic. It can raise it over a period of time. And when they told me they wanted to do another cortisone, plus it, like, wears away at your cartilage. And, like, it, it can really fuck up a lot, the cortisone. So um, I didn't want to do it a second time, especially so quickly. So I said, fuck that. I'm just going to deal with it. Let's go. Let's go. Put that needle in your shoulder. Get out back out there. <laughs> yeah, dude. I got I got one in my knee. I had like a tear in my meniscus, and like literally, it healed within a day. Like I just didn't have the pain, and like gave it enough, like you know, fucking chill out to like reheal. Well, that it doesn't heal. Like that's why it's so controversial with athletes is because it doesn't heal, but you stop feeling the pain, which is a natural mechanism to tell you to lay off the things that are destroying you. So if you if you like got the shot and then laid off of it, then yeah, it might have given it time to heal more comfortably. But the reason it's it's so so controversial is because you you haven't healed and you're still putting it through the stresses as if it has healed and it does further damage. This was like five years ago, six years ago, and I've had no pain. So does that mean it's healed, or is it just like my brain is still being like it's fine, but is it fucked up still? I'd imagine you you just healed then. I don't know, but. Yeah, I got no such uh, no such results. I, I I tore it. I think I because I slipped at Cleveland Brown Stadium. It was like freezing rain, and I slipped and I fell down a few stairs. And I think that's how I did it. See, like this surgery that they they talked to me about that they won't let me get yet. My soon to be brother in law Eric, shout out listener of the show. He uh, he got the same thing, and he was like. It was great. I I was healed so quickly. He's like, you should definitely do the surgery. And then I go to my doctor. I'm like, I talked to my brother-in-law. He's had it. He recommended it. And, and so did my, my primary care doctor. And I want it. And the doctor's like, yeah, no, I, I, I don't want to do the surgery for you. Um, you have to wait because if you sign up for one surgery, you're so young that it'll be you signing up for four surgeries because the material that we use to cap the shoulder after we shave bone off we don't have a permanent solution. So you'd have to just keep getting the same procedure done. So he wants me to wait. Hopefully he's hoping I can wait until I'm like 40 to get the first one, but I don't think I want to do that. I want my life back. God damn. I mean, and that's four surgeries. If you live that long, (laughs) (laughs) listen, doc, I really like scotch. I don't know if this is going to last all that long. So maybe we just, uh, Play it as it lies. <laughs> That's what I'd say. Let's roll the dice. Who gives a fuck? <laughs> Sir, I'm, I've been diabetic for 13 years. Yeah, he wants you to wait for them to invent something sturdier to put in your shoulder. Like, what the fuck? No, he wants not necessarily wait for them to invent it, but like just wait as long as I can so that I don't get into like the rotation of surgery after surgery after surgery. Yeah. I don't know. But yeah. 
it was it was pretty shitty because like my uh, my primary care was like, no, I know I know about these things pretty well. I I, I can help you out. He's like, well, I'll give you the first shot. He gives me the shot himself. Doesn't really work. Recommends a second shot. Tell him I don't want it. And he's like, I'm gonna order you an MRI and then go to your your surgeon. It's time for surgery. So I get the MRI to make sure nothing was torn around it. He's like, that's always the first step before surgery. So I I get the MRI. I schedule with the uh, orthopedic surgeon to go talk to him. And that guy was such a fucking dick. He's the one that's been telling me no. And I get in there after the MRI. He goes, so why'd you get an MRI? I'm like, to see if, if anything's torn before surgery. He goes, no, you only need the MRI if you're getting surgery and we're not doing surgery. I already told you that. Who told you to do this? I'm like, my primary care. He goes, he should have stayed in his lane. This is not his, his area of expertise. It's mine. And I'm like, you're a fucking dick, dude. <laughs> but like every physical therapist I worked with after seeing this guy spoke so highly of him. So I like, I don't want to lose having this guy as the surgeon when it's time for it. I'm sure there's other fucking doctors. I mean, are, are people out there talking like, oh, yeah, no, Dr. Doctor Heron fucking sucks, you know? Like, oh, you got, you got fucking knee surgery from Heron? Oh, dude, yeah. yeah. The doc- they don't shit on doctors. All Dr. Heron does is give you drugs for the pain. <laughs> I feel like they, they would shit on a doctor by not saying nice things, but everybody was kind of raving about him. Yeah, I don't think they would tell you if a doctor sucked. Yeah, but I... If a doctor sucks, I think they just go like, who sent you? Oh, Dr. Peters? Okay. And then they move on. But this, they're like, oh, Dr. Scarcell. Oh, Dr. Scarcell is great. He's very good at what he does. Uh, he's probably arrogant. He's like, you know, I don't want to do this one. Quite. He did dress like an asshole. <laughs> what was he wearing? He's a doctor. It was like, he he looks like straight out of fucking GQ with the, uh, like he was wearing like like, you know, almost like suit pants with like a a tighter buttoned up shirt with like a floral print on it. Oh yeah, dude. Yeah. He, he, he knows he's good. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. You, uh, that's why they call it getting a second opinion. At least talk to someone else. I mean, I'm sure there's not just one good doctor that can do this shit. Well, maybe we'll see. Medical advice from David Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> Dave's got, Chunks in his piss, and he's telling me how to go to the doctor. Yeah, dude. Nobody knows knows more about health than fat people. Yeah, I know everything I'm supposed to be doing. It's just a matter of actually doing it. You know. <laughs> Anywho, <laughs> I don't know shit, dude. I don't know shit. I know to brush my teeth. You know, that's. I probably should walk some more. Um, you're a you're a lunch lady who doesn't know anything about nutrition. Oh, I know stuff about nutrition, mm. but I know what the government requires, and uh, you know some of those things are milk every day, which is kind of fucking stupid. But I, I don't, you know, so like my knowledge isn't necessarily the healthiest way. Yeah, it's also a very bread based diet. Yeah, the government don't know shit. Yeah, they don't care. It's all lobbyists. The milk, the milk lobbyists are keeping milk in schools. It's a, uh, it's crazy. I'm probably going to get murdered for that by dairy farmers, but I'll sing at your say, funeral. Good, just play that playlist, dude. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, dude, it was wild. It was wild. I was like, oh my god, we got to go. 
<laughs> it was the most bizarre part of it was that it was like nothing anybody would say would like change your mind you were so convinced that you were a burden you're like sorry for being obnoxious and i'm like dude you're good man i don't know what you're talking about yeah you're you're convinced i had the subtlety and the social footwork to dance around what i wanted to say but wouldn't say that i i found a playlist and i gave hints like a like a master ballerina tiptoeing around what i actually wanted to say i don't have that kyle that's not me I, I guess I took you for more of a mastermind. The way that you played that game, you're like, I'm just going to be over here doing my own thing. And then you're like, it's time to leave, Kyle. Let well, me play this music. And you, you know, know what I think? Brilliant. Brilliant. You know what I think happened? I think we chastised Allison for kicking our asses so much that she, like, pulled back. I think so, yeah. All of a sudden, she stopped building roads, and the next thing you know, she doesn't have the longest road. And, like, I don't know if it was the cards or if it was us, you know tired of you know living in a log famine or what but shenanigans yeah Yeah. she targeted me at first and then i made her feel bad for targeting at me and then i emerged the victor (laughs) but that's part of the game well i remember at one point you guys were like no allison you're just playing the game and i'm like allison you're being such a bitch now we now we gotta leave <laughs> because you played the game properly well when you come back we have a charcuterie board that you brought and you still have a million high lifes and white claws here oh yeah did you guys finish that scotch no oh yeah Fabulous. again let's do it in a couple weeks <laughs> all right well we'll uh we'll we'll have to do that um i think you gotta probably poop yeah it's about that time. It's, it's not an emergency quite yet but yeah it's brewing is there uh anything coming up you had your wexel show dave do you have anything anything going on not a surf i was thinking about putting out a facebook message asking people to book me <laughs> <laughs> um Sassies on the on June 17th. Everybody come to that one. Oh, yeah. I went to that show, the first one. It was fun. Hell, yeah. I told fucking John Brown, I said, you know who kills in this room? Dave Heron. So tell John, message John and be like, Kyle told me to message you. You will murder that room. It's, you know, it's suburban fucking trash like Lima, dude. Uh, they'll, nice. they'll love it. <laughs> you'll, 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 you'll absolutely slay that room. And they were, it was a great crowd. Hopefully, hopefully they bring it like they did last time. So, um, June seventeenth, you say? June seventeenth. Well, shit, I got nothing, uh, guys. I'm sorry. sorry for <laughs> I'm sorry for being an embarrassment and a bad house guest and uh, a terrible podcast host. You disgust us. Yeah, we're we're sorry too. We're sorry <laughs> to you. All right. See you later. Go quick.